Good morning, Church Project. How's everyone doing today? Woo! All right. Hey, welcome. I'm glad that you're, you're here. Uh, my name's Aaron. I'm the pastor here at Church Project. A lot of new faces here today. Uh, some of us, we, we came to Easter last weekend, and maybe we came back again today, which, welcome. I'm glad that you're here. Hey, one of the things that we do is we hold the Bible in high regard. Like, we, we preach from the Bible. And so if you don't have a Bible, uh, there's one on the rose next to you, and there's one on the lamp next to you. And so you're going to need to have that today. You can lift your hand up. We'll bring you a Bible, or you can grab one of those in the aisle. Uh, but it, it, if you don't even own a Bible, that's our, that's our gift to you. So you can have that. Congratulations. Merry Christmas. So w- welcome to Church Project. Uh, this, today is going to be different. You sat down, there's response cards. Um, I have a feeling every single one of us is going to be writing on this today. So grab your response card. I start praying over this already. Today's going to be different. So if you have come for the first time, know that one, you're going to see what is called the ethos and the pathos, the heart and the passion of church project and the people that are in this place. You're going to see that today, but it's going to be displayed in a different way than, than normal. Normally, we're going to jump into a book, and we're going to walk through it verse by verse, and and we've been doing it, but last week, we we hit a pause for Easter, and today, we're hitting pause again, Uh, and and I I just got to tell you this, okay? In in my lifetime, I'm I'm young, but I'm a little old, so in my lifetime, I've given conservatively probably uh, 1,500 messages in in my little lifetime, and and a few times, uh, God which I get mad at him every time when he does this. He, he says, Aaron, I'm going to do something different today. Your notes, go ahead and crash them, crumble them, rip them up, put them down, because I'm going to do something different today. Today's one of those days. Today's one of those days where if I were to show you my notes up here, you would laugh and say, good luck, Aaron. This is one of those days where I'm really counting on the Spirit to speak and give us a message that I think that He has for each and every one of us, regardless of whether you've been a Christian a thousand years or you're coming for the very first time today. Um, I sent out a text message early today, and it said, it's, uh, to, uh, to a bunch of people, <laughs> and this is what it said, it said, I might be a blind fool. I'm excited to speak this morning, but I don't have a clue what I'm going to say. Congratulations. Aren't you glad you came to Church Project today? And, and I like some of the response. Chad, you want to know Chad Harding? He's funny, dude. Th- th- this is what he said. <laughs> he said, just speak in tongues and I'll interpret next week. <laughs> Thank you, Chad. Kendall, he said, Use the, using the force to preach this morning, huh? He must have just watched Star Wars, which is good. Uh, we, had, we had another, an April said, uh, you better get busy. We've come for the show. And I know you were joking and loving and thank you. It, it was fun to see the responses that I got from brothers and sisters this morning. And one of them even said this, uh, I would choose a soul-filled crash and burn. <laughs> Might be a crash and burn today. I would, I would choose a soul-filled crash and burn over, a soul, uh, over per, for perfection of 10, 10 out of 10 every time. And so, here's how we're shaking it up already. Uh, project Kids, you guys can come on in. I'm glad that you're here. This is, this is our, our Project Kids. You can give them a hand and they can come sit with you. Aren't they cute? Aren't they cute? We've got a lot. I don't even think this is all the Project Kids. But, and then Erin, she does not like to speak or be recognized. But Erin and Carl Bryson, here they are. Erin is directing our Project Kids. 
Carl or, or her husband, and, and, and thank you for leading our project kids. Um, and Aaron actually has an announcement or might pass on an announcement. So, Aaron, I don't, you can grab this one right here. Hello. <laughs> um, I just wanted to tell everybody that on the 17th, um, we're going to do a baby shower for Shannon Ishida. So we'd love all the ladies of the church to come. It's going to be at 1 o'clock um, in St. Michael's Square. And um, lunch will be served, and it'll just be a really fun time for all the ladies to get together. So, There you go. Good job, man. All right. If you have your Bible, open it up to page 658, the Blue Bible, or 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 13. I don't know where this is going today. Um, and so I have, I have multiple people that are praying literally right now in this moment that God would speak through this message and His Spirit would penetrate our hearts and minds this morning. But the first verse I want to look at is 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 13. It says this, And we impart this in words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. Church project. If we ever part, depart from the Holy Spirit teaching us and showing us the way, may we close our doors immediately. Amen? The words that I speak, the words that anyone speaks, the words that when we go to our Bible studies and, and we talk about when we go to our house churches, may they only be guided by the Holy Spirit and from the Holy Spirit. And this morning, we're counting on that, aren't we? We're counting on it every time that we get up here to speak and open God's Word. Hebrews 4.12, in page 693 of your blue Bibles, says this, For the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of the spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. When we preach the Word of God, it comes back. It doesn't just go off into the void and unknown. The Word of God is powerful, and we cling to the Word of God, and we cling to the Spirit to enlighten us and to teach us what He wants us to learn in our lives, how He wants us to learn, how He wants us to grow, how He wants to rebuke us and teach us and love us and encourage us. The Holy Spirit is what we pray over the anointing of today, over the words that are spoken today in this place. So if you're a first-time guest, you're unsure what we're talking about, hang in here with us. If you're a Christian, you know the power of the Holy Spirit. The question is this, are you daily waking up and longing and, and waiting for the power of Spirit, the Holy Spirit, to pour over you and give you instructions on how you should live and talk and walk in your life today? Some of us, myself included, we swing our feet off the bed and we hit our day running and we have never for a second given the Holy Spirit a chance to say, wait, <laughs> I actually didn't want you to spend your day that way. Today, we're talking about it in a very real way. We are clinging to the Holy Spirit for this message to teach every single one of us. So for a second, would you just pray, God, show me who you are. God, teach me what you want me to hear. And for some of us, we may say for the first time, God, show me that you're real in this place. Show me how much you love me today. Show me that you're not mad at me today. Show me that you love me today. 
I'm not sure what void you have in your heart or in your mind or in your life today, but God can fill that. His word, when we preach it, does not come back void. So whatever pain you have, whatever distraction is in your heart or in your mind or in your life, speak that into God right now and say, God, please speak your truth into me today in this place. We said it last week, and I say it again. I don't know what brought you here other than God. It may have been someone that invited you to come to Church Project today, but God brought you here. His hand is all over your life. He's chasing after you. He loves you deeply. He wants you to know that whatever you have done and will do, He loves you. His grace is sufficient. He has forgiven you, and He has given everything for you. But some of us today, we forget that. We walk around and we think we're little performers and we have to perform. The bottom line is this. God's Spirit is chasing after every single one of us today. So I want that. Do you want that in your life? I want to see what God has for us today. I want to talk heart. I sent out an email uh, on, on Tuesday. And if you're part of that, that email that comes out every Tuesday, uh, then, then you noticed maybe halfway down, it said, I was going to talk from the heart today. I don't know if you realized how much I was going to talk from the heart today. But I want to talk about Church Project. When you walk in those doors, there's little signs. Or if you go to our website, it's, it, there's, there's cute little things. And it talks about our purpose. Why purpose of Church Project. Our purpose is to make disciples, meet needs, and grow churches. That's, that's what we do. That's the purpose of Church Project. To make disciples, meet needs, and grow churches. Okay? Our values, the things that that we won't give up from and we won't back away from is we want to be biblical in everything that we do and say. And church, we should say amen to that, right? Amen. We want to be biblical in everything we do and say. We want to be simple. And simple is not easy, by the way. You have to fight to be simple. And we're we're even simple in our budgets. We're simple in our building, obviously. We're simple in so many things because the world around us can make things so distracting and so chaotic and so complex. The gospel is actually very simple. And we're not going to just confuse it and make it more than what it is. We're going to be biblical, we're going to be simple, and we're going to be relevant. We're going to speak a language that makes sense to us. We're not going to get up and just throw out big words for the sake of wowing you or whatever it may be. Our word has got to meet our life tomorrow morning. It's got to make sense to us as we walk through our life together. So those are our, perp- are our values. And how we do this, this is our structure. There's only three things that we do. And we'll continue to do these three things. One is our Sunday gatherings. Congratulations, you made it to that today. Second one, house church. Man, I, I would hope, my prayer honestly is that your first touch of church project would be house church. Like you, you would start going to these things called house church, and then you'd, then you'd hear through the grapevine, oh, they meet on Sundays too? And then you, you would come with relationships and come in on Sunday mornings, like house churches, is, that's the wave of the church for the future as we look forward. House churches are important. We're not going to back down from those. That's the strength of the church. How do you kill a church when there's 50 house churches in Greeley? You can't. But you can shut this down, can't you? House churches are important. The third thing we do, well, we do Sunday gatherings, we do house churches, and the third thing we do is ministry partnerships. I want to talk about those 
here in a little bit. But I want to talk hard about this. I want to talk hard about our purpose, our values, our structures. And I want to set it up in Hebrews 10, verse 23 through 25. In your blue Bible, it's on page 696. So Hebrews 10, 23 through 25. We're going all over the Bible today. That's easy if you have the version app. Just there you go. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 starts and says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. Without wavering, church. For he, for he who promised is faithful. For God who gave us a promise is faithful. And we're going to hold fast to that unwavering. He who promised is faithful. And let us consider, church, how to stir up one another to love and good works. Not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some. But encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day drawing near. Church, As persecution comes more and more into America, and as things get harder and harder, we have a great hope, and he is the one that promised this hope. And church, may we never get out of the habit of meeting together and focusing around the word of God and who he is in our life, all along asking the Holy Spirit to teach us and to guide us and to enlighten our hearts. When you encounter the love of Jesus Christ in your life, and you realize how much he loves you and how much he has given for you and how our sins greatly separate us from the love of Christ. But yet when we call on his name, he says, if you confess in your heart and you ask me, I will forgive you of your sins and I will cleanse you and and I will make you white as snow. When we do that, we realize how much God has forgiven us and how much he loves us. And when we do that, when we start focusing our eyes on him, and encouraging each other and stirring each other up to love and good deeds, the world around us changes. The spaces and the places that we go, it changes. And the more that we have this good hope, this good message, the more we want to share this good hope and this good message. I get the opportunity to share it with this mic. Some of us get the opportunity to share it with this mic. The band through this wonderful talent. Project Kids, through everything that happens down there. You, through pushing a pencil and numbers at work. For going to college classes. For the places and spaces you go, you get to share this good hope everywhere that you go. That's a grander cause than what I even have. It's one that multiplies into hundreds of people as we go about our day. Realizing that God has loved us, how much he loves us, and injecting this hope into the places that we go. Here's what I want to pray and open my heart for. My prayer at Church Project is this. You know, it was only a few years ago we were 12 people. That's like that row right there. There's a few more than 12 now. Have you noticed? God is adding to our numbers slowly and steadily. He's bringing more people here around this message, and I love it, and we're at capacity already. Let me explain. We're at capacity of Jeremy and Aaron and I, and 
the other few leaders we have leading church project. Congratulations. This is what I can do. Not much more beyond this, by the way. This is what I could do. But if we're one, I can do so much more. If we are the body of Christ moving together, we can do so much more. This message doesn't even have to stay from 12 to even this size of room. This message can multiply and actually change Greeley. Do you believe this, church? It takes all of us moving together. So I want to talk heart about three things. Our Sunday gatherings, our house churches, and our ministry partnerships. And what I really feel like God is asking us today is a rally call. We've been studying through James. And James is about our faith, meeting our works, and what we do, and how we say, and how we multiply this love message, this gospel message everywhere that we go, how our faith is lived out in our daily life. So I want to talk through a few things. One, our Sunday gatherings. Jeremy, Aaron, Bryson, and I put a lot into this. Sunday gathering, and other people put a lot into this, and so I, I want to do this. If you're part of Project Kids, would you just stand up? If you've helped serve in Project Kids, go ahead. I told you it's going to be different today. Church, can we applaud the people that are helping <laughs> disciple? They're making disciples, small disciples, and I want to honor you. What about our audio and video people in the back? Seth, Elijah, Wyatt, everyone else. Seth, would you stand up today? (laughs) You know, he gets here at like 7 in the morning. That's early. He's in high school, 7 in the morning. That's crazy. You don't really see what he does and what people do and how we set up and the chairs get set up and all that. We've had women's ministry meeting on Sunday mornings and Little, little bits and pockets of just beautiful Bible study together. And I, Tiffany's not here, so I would have her stand up and applaud her, but she's not here. Hey, I told you, we're just talking real today. Is that okay? So that's what we have going on right now. All that's great. Like, God has done some incredible things to this point, but there's honestly some needs that, that, that God has put in front of us right now as a church as we look forward and, and look at taking this gospel message even beyond Sunday mornings and, and moving it on. And it's going to take all of us doing that. One of the needs is prayer. You want to know how to serve your church? Pray. Christina, has, God's laid on her heart, Project Encouraged. Did I say it right? Okay. I don't know what it's named, but that sounds awesome. And that's to pray and to write encouraging cards and to pray over the prayer requests and all that. Do you want to help serve your church? See Christina for praying. That's one way to do it. By the way, I told you on these cards right here, I I hope every single one of us uses this card today. Whether it's just a prayer request on the back or, hey, I'd like to get the, the email on Tuesdays or I gave my life to Christ. That would be sweet. Also, though, I want you to put words on the back that it's like, yeah, I want, I want to help with prayer. I want to help with, I want to help with church. Our works, it's time for all of us, even in church project, to come together and start moving together as his church. So I'm praying in this moment that God will convict you in good ways. 
and show you that what you can offer, you can be part of this church moving and growing together in beautiful ways. So use this card to write words like, yes, I want to talk to Christina about being part of the prayer encouragement, project encouragement, okay? There's more, don't worry. Sunday mornings, we also have the, we, we set up chairs and we tear down chairs. And you know what? It'd be great if someone wanted to coordinate that. Because right now, it just kind of happens when we, when we stop. You know, everyone, chairs go away and that's cool. But what about setup? Maybe some of us can come in here and set up. Maybe some of us can come in here and actually get a screwdriver and tighten down the chairs. And, you know, get a steam cleaner and take off some of the wax we put on there from Christmas Eve. Maybe that's one way you get to serve our church. Um, Another one, this is huge, this is huge for us, and I hope our culture changes and starts really getting this, and it's important, it's, a, it's greeting. This building is kind of hard to come to for the first time. I, I mean, I'm just assuming. If you've never been to a church, especially if you're not a Christian, you pull up, Jesus Christ is King of Kings and Lord of Lords, that's kind of intimidating, and then you, you come in and Jared meets you with gum, that's cool, I like that, that's awesome. But then you got a four-mile hike to get all the way back here down at halls where you're like, I think I'm going the right way. Like, okay, what does this look like to have a church that has a culture of greeting people? Like, we, we purpose to get here 30 minutes early. Because think about the guest that's going to come 30 minutes early because they don't know we show up late. They get here 30 minutes early, and they walk down this long hall, and they sit in here, and there's two people picking our nose, and awkward. Church, we can serve our church. If nothing else, you can serve our church by praying and showing up 30 minutes early and greeting people and walking with them down the long hall of just nothingness and coming in here and saying, hi, I'm, I'm Aaron. I'm glad you're here. Like loving people. Can we get this culture going? Well, we'll see next Sunday if we do. Come on, let's do it. This, this gospel message, people could be given church the last try today, and if they walked and they didn't feel encouraged as they walked down here, and they left early because they didn't feel encouraged, that may be the last chance that we have for them. Church, we can do this. Sunday gatherings, come early, all of us. For one, I just like seeing you. I do. We do. We're a family. Let's come early. Let's talk. Let's be a family. Let's greet people. This is worth it. Let's move on to house churches. My clock's broken, so we're in trouble. <laughs> I better look at the time here. Okay. There we go. We're good. That's Sunday gatherings. Needs, needs for Sunday morning gatherings. Let me recap them. And this is just what I see. Maybe God's showing you something else. Prayer team. Christina, write that down. Coordinate, set up, and tear down. Now, that's easy. Greeting all of us, well, that's a challenge for all of us. Get early. Let's, let's greet. Come early. Let's get to house churches. The three things we do, Sunday gatherings, house churches, and ministry partnerships. House churches, quite, quite honestly, we have two real house churches right now. There was a time when we had five. That, that was too much. Well, no, it wasn't. But we're down to two now. That's not bad. That's a good thing. But maybe you were one of the, the, the person, people, person, that last week filled out this card. You were here for the first time, and you put, I want, I want information on house churches. And you really didn't get contacted this last week much because I didn't know what to say. I was like, oh, we have two house churches that are for real, two that are just kind of, you know, having fun and seeing what's going to happen there. 
But, but here's the deal with our house churches. We have the Ashitas and the Permans. And where are the Ashitas and Permans? Can you guys stand up? We want to applaud you for hosting and leading those. Then we have uh, Doherty's and Brazelton's are ours. So Doherty's, where are you at? I don't know you. You got to stand up, bro. Trina's like, come on. <laughs> then then there's, there's, there's two others that I think God's going to do some incredible things, and I'm waiting to see what God does with those. And so th- those are cool. But here's the deal. I told you our, our leadership is, is tapped right now. We need someone to direct our house churches. We need someone that has a burning heart for this and can pray about it and coordinate it and run it and go for it. And I think God's actually bringing someone to us right now. But be praying, church. Be praying that God will do that. And here's another need. We just need more house churches. Maybe some of you are part of a house church, or some of you want to be part of a house church. We need more house churches to, to be able to, to t- tell those five or six people last week which house church they could go to and, and it not be too crazy and too full. And, and we want to do this. We want to do life together. So there's two easy things to pray for. Do you like the course of this message so far? Let me get to the last thing, and that's our ministry partnerships. So we do Sunday gatherings, we do house churches, we do ministry partnerships. Here's our ministry partnerships that we currently have, okay? We have Dayspring. This right here. One of the things that separates um, church project from a, a, a lot of churches is this, is we aim to one day be giving 50% of everything that comes into this door out, right back out. We need to operate on 50%, and 50% needs to go out to effective ministries that are doing it for the cause of Christ in our city and beyond. And so here's the current ministry partnerships that we have. And last year, we were able to give away a significant amount of money with, uh, for them, but we also want to partner relationally with these. And so these are ways to serve. We partner with Dayspring. We partner with Simple Craft Studios and creating a CD and pray for Jeremy as they're, as they're doing that right now. And, and God will anoint that and do incredible things. We partner with FCA. We partner with Crew. We partner with Youth for Christ. You, we partner with Young Life. We partner with International Students in, in, in Incorporated. We partner with Waypoints Church Soup Kitchen. I know you've been going and cooking, bro. We partner with Bushwin Haiti, with Pastor Edric, Rick, and Evelyn. And we have a Haiti trip coming up in July. Some of us, we need to go there. We need to lock eyes with our Haitian brothers and sisters and encourage them and serve them. That trip is coming up. So, uh, April, if you'll stand up, yes. Maybe some of you, she's going to be directing this trip. Go see her after this. Say, sign me up. I'm ready to go. And that's July 10th through 17th on your card, right? I want to go to Haiti, okay? Or I want to help with FCA or crew or whatever, okay? Um, We're praying about partnering with Cambridge, England, as they're planning other churches in England. We're praying about doing that. But we're also, we're partnered with Church Project Network. We have six church projects right now in America, and it's going to grow and be more and more. And Greeley's one of them. And so be praying for that as well. But here's our ministry partnerships. Here's our needs in ministry partnerships. 
We need someone to direct that. We need someone to step up and say, you know what? I have a heart for missions. I have a heart for this. I want to be a director of this thing. I want to help organize it and pray for it and and be a part of this movement. Maybe God's laying that on your heart right now. We also need liaisons for each one of these ministry partnerships. Liaisons are men and women that beat the drum for that partnership at Church Project. Like you're part of Church Project, but you're beating the drum for that ministry partnership. Maybe God is directing you towards that. We also need more people to help cook in a soup kitchen at Waypoints. So just write soup kitchen or liaison or whatever on your card. Here's other needs, and then I want to close this up, okay? Other needs is this. We need a storyteller. That's the best thing that I could call it. A storyteller. Someone who can tell the story of the gospel message and church project on website, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Someone that's good at making videos that can share some of our life stories with each other. Like maybe God's given you those abilities and talents. We need a men's ministry. Someone that's going to pour into the heart of the men. One-on-one discipleship. Someone organizing discipleship. The needs are great. But we're going to stay simple in what we do. And we're just going to move one step at a time in how we do it. And my prayer is that God is convicting us in good ways and saying, you know what, I've gifted you for this season, for this reason. And you will, with that conviction, stand up and say, I have the capacity to lead at church project. But unless you know the needs, you don't know how to lead. And so here today, I'm saying, if God is convicting you in a good way, write this on your card. It's going to take all of us moving together. I'm going to give a Winston Churchill quote that I just love, and here's the Winston Churchill quote. As this country is looking at the brink of destruction against Adolf Hitler, the Nazi Germany regime, this is what Winston Winston Churchill speaks into his country and to his people at this time that is devastating. He says this, come then, let us to the task, to the battle, to the toil each to our part, each to our station. Fill the armies, rule the air, pour out the the mutants, strangle the U-boats, sweep the mines, plow the lands, build the ships, guard the streets, succor the wounded, uplift the downcast, and honor the brave. Let us go forward together in all parts of the empire, in all parts of the island. There is not a week, nor a day, nor an hour to lose. Church, there is not a week or a day or an hour to lose as I drive the streets of Greeley and I see the desperation. I see people drowning without hope. And we sit on this beautiful gospel message of Jesus and his love. And we sit on this. Look around. We sit on this. Look what happens right now. If us, right now, we both, all of us, step up and we go and we serve and we love in our places and spaces, we literally change Greeley. That's why we're here. This is not just a Christian country club. I'm tapped out. I'm done. But we're not done. 
together we encourage each other, spur each other on to love and good deeds, we look up a year from now and go, what happened? What happened? As these response cards start running in, rolling in every week, I gave my life to Christ, I gave my life to Christ, God broke me of this addiction, on and on, these cards start coming in, this is why we're here. Church, I'm, I'm into this church, are you? I'm into action. I'm into moving forward. This is our one and only life. I want to do this together with you. And I want to be about action as we're looking at James. I want to do this with you. I'm going to end with Ephesians verse 4, 11 through 16. In your blue Bibles, it's on page 675. Ephesians 4, 11 through 16, page 675. Ephesians 4, 4, verse 11 starts and says, And he, God, let us never lose sight of that. This is about God and his love for you, for his church. If we are not recognizing that personally, that's where we need to start. Every day we need to wake up focused on him, who he is. And he gave the apostles and the prophets and the evangelists and the shepherds and the teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for building up the body of Christ. Pause. That's even my job. That's my job description, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. And that's what we do as Christians. Let's continue. Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children, tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him. Church, this is a message for every one of us to say this. Aaron Havens needs to grow up. Me. I need to grow up in him every way. I need to look more like Christ today than I did yesterday. I need to dive into his word. I need to pray and cling to the Holy Spirit that it's not any one of my words, but it's the Holy Spirit. I need to grow up. I'm immature. We are to grow up in him who is the head of this. He is the head into Christ. From whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which which is equipped. We are held together by each other as we are equipped to do the work of the ministry. As we mature in him and stay focused on him. And when each part is working properly, no one's excused. When each part is working properly, makes the body grow. So that it builds itself up in love. I want that. I long for that. We're living that right now. This is a message of encouragement. This is a message of hope. This is a message that says don't let a week, don't let a day, don't let an hour, don't let a second go by. Let's mature in Christ and let's let 
our works match our faith. And let's share this love message wherever we go.